Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. In this episode, we're reviewing Newcastle's 3-1 defeat to Spurs up at St James's Park. It was a decent enough performance from the Magpies in that first half, but Spurs found the opener and Newcastle never really got back on top of the game. In a moment, we'll hear from Lee Ryder, who was up at the ground, and Steve Bruce as well. This is Everything Is Black and White podcast. So Newcastle's unbeaten run at home is over. It had stretched to six games and they hadn't been beaten at St James's Park since that thrashing from Leicester on New Year's Day. But it's Spurs who head back to the capital with all three points despite being second best for large parts of the game, especially the first half when Newcastle started with intent. Steve Bruce had challenged them to make up for the past few weeks and they did that largely like they did in the Watford game and the game actually kind of played out didn't it like that Watford game where they couldn't make their dominance pay. Uh, Almiron had a couple of chances which he could have done better with. There was one that was deflected just wide very early on. There was a John Joe Shelby header unmarked in the box and he put it into the Leaser's end. Somebody a bit more home at heading the ball maybe would have put Newcastle 1-0 up at that point. He then set up Dwight Gale with a fantastic cross from the right. And Dwight Gale, if he could have got something on the ball, would have been one-on-one with Lloris, but the ball just bypassed him. And then Son gets the goal, really against the run of play. And Newcastle clear their lines. Fabian Chair tries to play it out of the box, but the first touch is very, very heavy. Luka Moura intercepts and Son's eventually played in to slip past Martin Dubrovka, disappointing from Fabian Scher, who's not had the best of weeks in terms of performance. And he ended up getting injured, a dislocated shoulder, ended up going off towards the end. And it's it's possible he might miss the final two games. But Newcastle bounced back. Uh, Alan St. Maximum had a cheeky little effort just before half-time, before Dwight Gale got onto the end of a superb John Joe Shelby cross and put a glancing header onto the post. Uh, Lloris was beaten and it just rebounded back off the post, which meant Spurs went into half-time 1-0 up. And whatever was said at half-time, it didn't seem to have the desired effect, at least for Newcastle, because Spurs came out and started the game really, really well. But Matt Ritchie ended up equalising for Newcastle with an absolute superb strike. The ball uh, takes a deflection, it rebounds it across the box. Matt Ritchie with one touch sets himself into the far corner. Luis has got no chance. It's an absolute rocket of a strike, a really good finish from Matt Ritchie. Um, and, and and Newcastle at that point they looked like they could go on to win this game potentially you know they were buzzing they were playing the ball around but just moments later Harry Kane is afforded a free header and he makes no mistake Emil Kraft is all it sees the ball comes in it's a superb cross but Kraft and, and, and granted he's a full back playing in a back three he doesn't look overly comfortable uh, we've seen that in previous games as well where he's been asked to play in that centre back role and Kane made the most of it. He just uh, headed the ball back across the goal into the back of the net. And really, from then on in, Newcastle didn't really test Spurs. Uh, Alan St. Maximum was the danger man again. He was he was brilliant, full of running. And every time he gets the ball, he just wants to go forward. And it was another good performance from him. And he'll be catching admirers because since the restart, he's been Newcastle's best player. And, and Spurs were doubling up on him sometimes three or four minimum to stop him running. Um, there was one instance, Ben Derry's literally 
kind of puts the maximum into next week because he was getting away from him. And that's what Spurs' game plan was, just stops at maximum at any cost. And it, it was effective in many ways. He had a good game, but no goals, no assists, and, and Spurs go away. So yes, you'd argue it was effective. And Newcastle, they tried to push, uh, but in the end, they were so far up the pitch that Spurs were allowed a counter-attack. And Lamella ended up firing on goal. Debrafka makes a really good save. Lamella really just tore, tore out of Emil Kraft in this move and the ball falls to Harry Kane and he puts it away. He gets injured in the process, but he gets his 201st career goal and it's a comfortable win in the end for Spurs. Lee Ryder was there at the match in empty St. James's Park, which he had to play a part because you think a 2-1, you know, a full of passionate St. James's Park would whip Newcastle into a performance to, to to at least level the game of course COVID-19 means no supporters Lee Ryder though like I say was there here's his thoughts on the game Disappointment for Newcastle United tonight at St James Park three defeats in a row now season in danger of fizzling out really if we're being totally honest and Newcastle just don't look like they've got much left in the tank Injuries mounting up. We've just found out that Jamal Lascelles has uh, been ruled out for the rest of the season and could even miss the start of, of next year. But realistically, um, you look around the pitch and it was hard to find some inspiration um, defensively. Newcastle made mistakes. Fabian Scher, another one who's picked up an injury, dislocated his shoulder, uh, made a big mistake in the first half and handed Spurs the lead after Newcastle made a really good start actually um, but sadly they just can't seem to connect when and where it matters Dwight Gale hitting the post very unlucky um, yes they did drag themselves right back in the game when Richie smashes across the face of goal in front of the empty Gallagher end and then you think you know game on they're shooting downhill um, they've got a chance here of you know, getting that big result but Sadly, um, they switched off. Harry Kane gets a couple of goals, and Newcastle just look like they're starting to, you know, look towards the holidays really. And for Steve Bruce, you know, those hopes of, he had of of getting, you know, more points than Rafa Benitez, you know, that seems to be slipping away as well. Now two games left, Brighton away won't be easy. Then Liverpool at home, Liverpool, you know. What more can you say about them? They're the champions and they're really fancy coming here and putting on a show on the last day. So really tough um, for Newcastle. They've got to dust themselves down. Steve Bruce will, will hold a roll call, but really they're looking like a team who are spent force this season now uh, after a campaign of that at one stage, you know, potentially off at a top 10 uh, position or, or certainly beating that point tally from last season but you know that is hanging by a thread uh, this evening so there's the verdict of Lee Ryder and I guess what stands out the most is the news that Jamal LaSalle is likely to miss the rest of this season and potentially miss the beginning of next now given there's just a couple of games left of this campaign LaSalle's missing those games isn't that big of a deal however missing the start of next season is of course something we do not want especially if there's a new dawn a new year new owners you want your captain there at the start in that first game and given what we've seen in the defence without them, it does lack a bit of organisation. It does lack that leadership the whole team does without Jamal Lascelles. 
you want him there for a new season. So hopefully he does come through whatever surgery he's undergone a little better than expected and he can be there for pre-season and at the very least the start of next season. Now let's hear from head coach Steve Bruce who spoke to journalists after the game and it's fair to say that despite the defeat to Spurs he was quite impressed with the performance that his players put in. I couldn't have faulted them in their attitude and their application the way we played today. You know, you know, we could argue we maybe we weren't good enough on the night, but we gave everything that we could, considering the problems that we've had. Then um, I couldn't have been more pleased with the performance the players showed and their application to it. Second half at Watford wasn't acceptable, but they've shown again today that um, that, uh, that they're still trying their best to, to get something and finish higher as we possibly can. Do you think there's a little bit of a concentration issue going on? I mean, conceded so quickly after getting back in the game. Yeah, I mean, look, we'll we'll analyse it again tomorrow. But you know, we we could have stopped the cross, and yeah, and I think Emil knows he's there, but was more concerned about him getting in front of him and should have been against them. So you know, as I said, with the problems we have got had defensively and and what and how we did it then. You know, we've got, unfortunately, too many central defenders missing. So on another day, that might have been a different scenario. But um, look, I don't want to point the finger at any, but yes, a couple of the goals we could have done better. But the overall, the way we played, I thought we played very well. So there is the verdict of Steve Bruce, who, as we said, introduced in this clip, was largely impressed with what he saw despite the result. Our man, Lee Ryder, asking him about a potential lack of concentration with regards to a couple of goals that Spurs scored. Steve Bruce agreeing, but not wanting to point fingers and hitting home the message that he was pleased with what he saw in many respects of the performance tonight, despite losing 3-1. The other thing to mention with regards to what Steve Bruce said after the game is to do with Alan St. Maximin, who we saw hobble off at full time. Steve Bruce confirmed that the Frenchman had tweaked his calf, which of course isn't good news. The club said they'll assess him ahead of the Brighton game. But you would suspect that even if it is a half serious tweak, they're not going to risk him. Two games remain of this campaign. What would be the point? You know, he's a player whose game is uh, built on speed and trickery and a, a muscle injury like that can really impact a player. And you, you could potentially do uh, more bad than good rushing him back, risking him when it's not necessary. You know, what's left to play for this season? Pride, position up the table. Uh, but it's not like Newcastle are fighting for Europe, or fighting against relegation. So if it means him being ready for the start of next season, being ready for pre-season, What's the senior castle? Don't risk them for Brighton or Liverpool as much as us journalists, fans, everyone would like to see more of him because he's had a brilliant uh, few weeks since the restart, but probably isn't worth the risk. Of course, the club will confirm in due course just how serious the injury is. But if he is added to the list, as we've heard, it's a growing injury list and, and not something Steve Bruce really wanted for the end of the season. But I guess he'll welcome the break and hopefully... All those with injuries can be sorted during uh, during the tiny break that's between now and pre-season. It's not going to be a long break at all, is it now? In the meantime, focus switches to Brighton on Monday. We have Steve Bruce's press conference on Friday. You can head over to Chronicle Live to follow that. All the fallout to this game, any takeover updates that may or may not be 
And also, please remember to like and to subscribe to this very podcast. We do appreciate you doing that. Leave a little review. We appreciate that even more. Enjoy the rest of the week.